Want to learn how to use publicity and gain more sales, clients, and profits? Buckle on up and get ready for one of the top PR experts in the world and author of the bestseller, Gorilla Publicity. Welcome to the Motivation Show podcast, where we interview remarkable world-class experts that help bring out the greatness within you. Top book authors, super successful business people, and outstanding special guests that will motivate and inspire you with their incredible, uplifting stories and life-changing tips and strategies. Our goal is your success. If you desire more out of life, you've dialed into the right show. So fasten your seatbelts, friends, and let's get ready for some high-octane motivation. Now, your host, the mayor of motivation, Eli Marcus. Our guest on the Motivation Show today is an international speaker on the topics of radical influence, publicity, networking, kindness, and referrals. She is the author of four best-selling books, including Get Noticed, Get Referrals, and co-author of Guerrilla Publicity, one of my favorites, and Networking Magic. She is a master strategist on how to position your business for more profitability and visibility in the marketplace. She is CEO of a strategic consulting firm and has over a quarter, a century of experience working with over 100,000 people, imagine that, as well as media from around the world. Welcome to the Motivation Show, Jill Lublin. I'm so glad to be here with you. Thank you. Well, Jill, I admire you and I admire your work because just the word publicity alone gets me excited. <laughs> and I want to kind of just go to how you started in the PR world. So how I started was, you know, a bit like everybody. I kind of found it by accident. It was a wonderful accident. And that is that I actually was in law school, you know, going to law school and well, hated that. And I had to do something interesting. So next thing I know, I'm working in the music business. And that was interesting. And when I dropped out of law school, yes, I did. Um, I ended up working in the, in the music business as a career as director of promotion and publicity. That's where I discovered my true talent and what I really love to do. Hmm, interesting. You know, the great pioneer, Jay Conrad Levinson, wrote practically the Bible of marketing, the book, Guerrilla Marketing. How did you end up co-writing with him and Rick Frischman, Guerrilla Publicity? Oh, Guerrilla Publicity came about because frankly, Jay found me. He said, you're the expert in publicity. I want you to write the book on it. And so I did. I mean, it was a, a wonderful coincidence, wink, wink, that happened. But part of that is because frankly, I practice what I preach. I was putting myself out there. Next thing you know, I met his agent who said, you know, and connected with Jay, and Jay said, you're the expert on publicity, I want you to write the book on it. That's really how that happened. And I think as you're out there more and more, right, people notice, and by being noticed, you get publicity and beautiful things happen. Well, you got me right there with Jay Conrad Levinson discovering you. We don't need to ever have another bio for you or any praise. You don't have to say anything on your own behalf. If Jay Conrad Levinson, the pioneer, founded you, that says everything we need to know about you. <laughs> well, so, thank you. 
You know, Jill, as I've gotten to know you, uh, you are someone I'm looking up to as a guru in publicity, someone I want to learn from. So how effectively can people, you know, with big dreams rather than big bankrolls, as you actually put it in guerrilla publicity, do their own PR? Well, first of all, you're saying like, what can people who don't have the big bankrolls do? Is that yeah. what you mean? Yes. Yeah. So here's the deal. You don't have to have a lot of money to do publicity. There are so many effective high impact ways to get your name out there. And of course, in girl publicity, we talk about that. I'm going to give you one right now. And that is get on Google Alerts, um, put your name in Google Alerts, put your topic in Google Alerts and see what shows up so that you know what reporters are following it. You'll also know that when that topic comes up, you'll be notified who's covering it. If your name gets in the news, you will know, and that will be a good thing because you always want to know, right? So I'm really a big believer in keep yourself out there, keep others knowing about you, and then pay attention to what the media is talking about right now because that's a key too. Yeah, that's very powerful. You know, you actually wrote three different editions of Guerrilla Publicity. You updated it, and that's obviously one uh, thing because social media world didn't quite exist back when you wrote the original. Any other nuggets in the third edition that we might not find in the first two? Yeah, well, podcasting obviously got very, uh, very exciting. Well, where have I heard that from before, podcasting? <laughs> yes, like right here, right now, we're on a podcast. And this is the great thing that all of you can do is get on other podcasts. That is a, such a oh simple and fairly and just fairly easy way to get out there. One of the strategies I would tell you to, to get happening for you is go to iTunes and put in a keyword, like mine would be publicity, or even business, which is a bigger keyword. And then I'll see all the business shows. And then I'll see where I can learn from them and how to. So that that's super easy too. Jill, let's use me as a guinea pig, you know, I've had my share of success, but I'm not in a household name, certainly not a, a Jay Leno or any Conan O'Brien, right? So at least not just yet. Uh, how could I, as a relative layperson, you know, uh, uh, an entrepreneur, get on a major talk show or a major radio show without my own publicist? Well, the first thing I'd look at is really what's your message? I mean, for instance, you know, you also want to look at what's going on in the world right now and where can you fit in? Like when Simone Biles uh, said no to the Olympics, I'm not going to do this. All my mental health experts, all my transformation and goals people, all of my mindset people, guess what? I said, go, now's your moment because there was a big news story. So one of the things I always suggest is look to the news stories, see where you can fit in, what's appropriate for what you're doing and how can we work that in? If that doesn't exist in the moment, you know, part of it is repetition, repetition. And that I call the I've heard of him somewhere syndrome. Mm -hmm. So Eli, as you're, you know, out, out there putting out great articles is important, putting your name consistently into the hat to be chosen on the radio shows. But again, it has to be a, a pitch that is relevant for right now. So always making your media relevant is a key to success. So you think that the editors will read a publicity email from an individual themselves as much as they will read something from a professional PR person pitching that person? 
Yeah, you know, that? here's the truth. I mean, professional PR people know how to put together a pitch and a press release. I know how to do that, obviously. We do it in our virtual publicity courses. But here's the thing. This is a learnable skill. And most importantly, we need a, you know, catchy headline. What What's going to catch the media so that they say yes to you? And there are good subject lines, great keywords. And of course, it ties into what's going on right now. The thing that doesn't work, I'll just tell you, the thing that doesn't work in the world of publicity is, is what I call beat the chest publicity. Like, look at me, I'm so great. Here's what I did, here's my books. None, you know, that's not necessarily gonna work to get you media. What's gonna work to get you media is tie in your wonderfulness to what they need as a great guest. Mm, yes, that's very powerful. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Uh, don't want to be a dime a dozen kind of person beating your own chest without any specific message that ties in. Very good. Uh, you know, you've been praised uh, as a modern day Dale Carnegie of radical influence. Now, that's high praise, Jill. And of course, Dale Carnegie wrote the classic book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, which I probably read like three times. Explain how you earn that praise and tell us what radical influence actually is. Mm, I love that. Um, so radical influence is a term I made up. What does that mean? It's a soundbite. It's a, it's a, ooh, how do you get to do that, right? So radical influence is, means you have influence, you have impact, you have contribution. You've got something to say of service to others. To me, that's radical influence. And then people are following you, right? You become an influencer. That's how you have radical influence and publicity well, that, that monetizes it, it multiplies it, and it magnifies your radical influence. Uh, so I think that's the focus here is become that person who has radical influence and then go after the three M's, the monetization, the magnification, and the multiplication. And that will make a huge difference for how people perceive you in the marketplace. I love that. The other three M's. I'm going to Definitely make a note of that. So Jill, only a handful of people, relatively speaking, have been able to master social media where the benefits actually outweigh the time because it can take you a half an hour just to put on a post. You look at your post and you got five likes and you're like, was that really worth a half an hour? Because as you and I both know, they've gotten pretty smart, those social media people, and they want you to pay them. So without paying them, it's kind of a rough little game. You can spend endless hours trying to be seen on Facebook, Instagram, you know, TikTok, LinkedIn, and of course, the new kid on the block, uh, Clubhouse, it can get overwhelming. Thoughts on that? Well, I do think it's overwhelming. That's why I've always loved publicity. And you know what? The new thing, who knows what it is? Now, by the way, I use these platforms, right? And I believe in, again, a multiplication of your message, but making, obviously, in social media, a slightly different edge to your message. But the truth is, people, you know, don't waste your time telling them what you eat and where you are. And uh, yes, you want to entertain people to a certain extent. Yes, they want to get to know you. And yes, I think it is important that you have these forums to show up in. But what I don't want people doing is spending a ton of time and energy. Like you say, you know, you spend a half hour and you get you know, five likes. I think the ratio is not always worth it. Where, you know, I know one of the women I work with, she got one article in a women's magazine right where she lives. And do you know she got nine clients from it? Uh, excuse me, nine prospects, six of whom became immediate clients. Now that's thousands of dollars of revenue immediately. 
that's the kind of return I'm talking about. I don't see it as much on social media. I just don't. And I just think sometimes it can be like a rabbit hole. Do I think it's important? Yes. And I have team who helps me to work it. I wouldn't be working it myself. I think it's a lot of work. That doesn't mean I don't read things that I see my messages and I do all of that, but I have a team member who helps me respond and that's a better use of time. So Jill, I'm going to use myself as a guinea pig again. So recently a friend of mine introduced me to a friend of his for the purpose of then introducing me to somebody who has a national radio show, which I wanted to get on because I was producing New York City's biggest event of the year called Tourism is Back. And so I wanted to get on the show and talk a little bit about New York City's comeback and the uh, imminent reopening of theater in the fall and all the tourists coming back in and hopefully bringing New York's economy back. But I have not yet succeeded in catching his attention. So I've, uh, you know, sent some emails, uh, any other ingenious ways to get that person's attention. Yeah. And, you know, Eli, I think this is a great topic that actually is relevant. In other words, bringing economies back. Where did New York City go? We're back, right? Uh, Obviously, you know, lots has been out attention from the transition on the governor. All of that is key. And I, I would actually suspect there might be something in your headlines or, um, that it's, it's to what you're going to do focused, as opposed to tourism is back in New York City, and we've got a guest to comment on why and how that's important. Mm. And take it maybe a little broader. You know, in some people's cases, you can go too narrow. In other people's cases, you got to go broad, right? And that's different case to case. I suspect in your case, you got to go a little broader, that that will help. Yeah, makes perfect sense. And so, you know, you've been doing this for a very, very long time, uh, and I understand that you also teach courses. Tell us a little bit about the courses that you teach. Yeah, well, you were actually in one. It was wonderful. I was. I learned a lot. So um, I do virtual publicity courses, no nonsense, get her done. They're live and they're interactive with me and on Zoom, so it's super easy. And I've been doing that for a bit. And actually, really, in COVID, um, it got even better because, frankly, now they're all online. It's simple and easy to do. And I keep it really um, systematic. So it's been a wonderful shift for what I can present. And I think for everybody, we need to look at, you know, what's the pivot, right? For me, it was going all online. I used to be in New York City every year, a couple times a year, teaching this course live. I always had it as a virtual course, but I, I changed the format so that it works even better and is accomplished in a, in a quicker way. So super fun and hopefully delivering a lot of good value to people. And that's been wonderful. So speak to the solopreneur, you know, which are so many of us out there, coaches and individuals that just have so little extra time left. And we just got to narrow things down to like one or two major things. Speak to that person in terms of what you would suggest besides the, you know, the great, you know, suggestions you've already made with Google, anything else that you think they should do? Well, one thing is I want you to just think about an hour a week, an hour a week, which is very doable. Cut your coffee time at Starbucks or (laughs) cut your Netflix binging time, whatever, one hour a week, right? I want you to focus on what I like to refer to as a visibility building activity. So that could mean there's where you focus on your Google Alerts, there's where you go into iTunes and find some podcasts, 
that's where you will network effectively. That's where you will sign up for, here's another great one, is Harrow, help a reporter out. And then actually look at what are they sending you every week and where you can fit in. Those would be my first suggestions to an entrepreneur to get started easily. You know, you have uh, three other books that you've written. One of them is called The Prophet of Kindness. Uh, the title itself is pretty fascinating. Explain the title and tell us a little bit about that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting um, having done all business books and then all of a sudden I've got this book on kindness and I one day looked at what is it about kindness? Well, guess what? Kind companies get great publicity. And in fact, we found out when I was interviewing companies that kind companies absolutely make more money, absolutely have a culture that's happier, happier customers, all the way around, right? And so I came up with what I call return on kindness principles. And those are things that help others. And they actually make you more profit, interestingly enough. You don't be kind for more profit, but what's interesting is when you be kind, guess what happens? You get more, more profit. profit. Yeah, more it. profit occurs. So I, I created what I call re these return on kind principles. And they're things like generosity and flexibility. Boy, these days more than ever, do we need flexibility, right? And how about patience? That's another one, um, to be more patient with everybody. And I think in, in these times, we've all learned a lot of some of that. You know, it's funny. Some of the things you just said are just common sense, yet people don't apply them and they don't use the common sense. So they need to be reminded of how simple something is, such as kindness. But unfortunately, so many people lead with the thought of, how can I make money and how can I make commissions versus how can I lead with kindness? So I love what you're saying about that because, uh, you know, you don't have to be thinking about money if you're kind, it'll it'll flow to you somehow. So I love that. And so, you know, you've also written a, another book, uh, Get Notice, Get Referrals. Tell us about that one. Mm, so that's about how to create referrals and do it in a way, uh, I, I like to use the three C's. So again, you notice, hopefully, that all, all things that I do are in sound bites. Why? Because people don't have time to listen to the whole thing. Because most media interviews, major ones, are four minutes long, my friends. you got to deliver fast and focused and have a great message. So one of the C's of networking magic is to connect. And to communicate is the other one. Because you have to communicate what is it that you need. And I like to say, how can I help you? So in Networking Magic in particular, I tell people to ask the who question. Who do you know who, fill in the blank. In my case, it's who do you know who books speakers at virtual speaking engagements? That's my who question. And that's a question that somebody can go, oh, I have, I have several, right? And if you ask direct and specific questions, guess what you get? <laughs> direct and specific answers. What I'm always amazed by is in networking events, in particular, I might ask that person, what do you need and how can I help you? And do you know, at least probably 20 to 30% of the time, people say, well, you know, I don't, I don't know right now. I'm like, you don't know right now. What do you mean? <laughs> you got to have something you might want. I don't quite do that big expression of, of disbelief, but, but I do feel that people need to have a good answer. Yeah. Kind of know your niche. Um, I think they call it these days, your dot, 
you know, even making a sort of micro work, you know, you're specializing in something. What are your thoughts about that in terms of, you know, kind of being a jack of many trades versus somebody who's sort of a micro person who just specializes in one thing? I think if you're going to do multiple things, I want you to learn to say this. Did you know that I also, because if you start laying on people three different things you do, even four or five, which by the way, some people have that. I'm not opposed to any of it. I think you can have multiple side hustles and that works. But what's like the main thing mm. that you want people focused on? Yeah. And that's what I want you to pay attention to as you're um, promoting yourself. Have the main thing that people pay attention to. So Jill, tell us a little bit about what your goals are for the future. You've already done a whole lot. What would you like to see on your bucket list? There's always more, right? Um, so one of the things is I have a year of kindness and I want that to be multiplied. So I have kindness keepers throughout the world. Um, I'm throwing a kindness summit in November, celebrating World Kindness Day. That'll be virtual. So excited about that. And, you know, I think it's just important to keep multiplying impact, right? And am I multiplying my impact? I ask myself, right? So part of my success would be that, uh, that I impact a million people in my lifetime. You know, I've, I'm up to a couple hundred thousand <laughs> and Make I don't shabby. actually keep actual count all the time. But to me, that would be a blessing to help messengers get their message out. It's part of what I came here to do. So what else drives you? What gets you up in the morning? You've, you've written all these successful books. You've, you have all these successful events that you put on. Uh, what, what drives you? What makes Jill tick? I love to really help people get their message out. It makes me happy. It, it gives me pleasure. And that is actually the piece that is really the part that, that gives me the most joy. I love helping people to get their message heard. So can just about anybody go and create a guerrilla publicity campaign for themselves, even if they're not animated or outgoing? Uh, talk to yes. those people who maybe don't have as much self-confidence as maybe you and I might have or may not be as outgoing. So my answer is yes. I've worked a lot with introverts or people who don't have uh, as much confidence, we'll call it. Here's what I've noticed. When you know your message, and I mean, in some cases, I have people memorize it. I have them do a, a little card by their desk that says their message. So all they have to do is look at it. They don't even have to memorize it. I have uh, certain tactics that I have for people who are less out there and a little afraid, right? And, and I think that's real and it's an actual thing. And what I've noticed is that when you get your message right and when it's resonant to who you are, that it gets a lot easier and that confidence escalates and that makes a world of difference. And I read someone else's book and what he does, he's a cartoonist and he sends cartoons to CEOs and he says he has tremendous influence when he does that because no one else does something like that. So it's very, very unique. And after maybe getting all these rejections, as soon as they get that cartoon, it's like, wow, this is something else. I got to talk to this guy. Do you have any similar nuggets of things that maybe have worked for you in the past, out of the ordinary? Oh, out of the ordinary. Well, <laughs> everything's out of the ordinary when you're <laughs> doing it the right way. I mean, honestly, you know, here's the thing. I don't know that I want to say out of the ordinary per se, because I think that anytime you get publicity, you're being out of the ordinary, meaning you're already finding ways 
that work. So here's a great one that's just kind of fun. One of my clients who was in my virtual publicity course, and I'm big on use everything you've got. So he goes out and finds out that there's National Hot Dog Day. He says, hey, I learned from Jill. I'm a parent. I can, I, I got a, I got a two-year-old, he says. I make a mean hot dog. And so he got on National Hot Dog Day talking about how to make a great hot dog. And then you know what happened? He put everybody into his website. He sent people to his wonderful free gifts and ways that people could get connected to him. And then guess what happened? He got great publicity. So all that kept happening is his name was appearing in Google Alerts. It doesn't matter whether he was on for National Hot Dog Day or speaker training, which is what he actually does and trains leaders, right? So it's all good. It's all good. And I want all of you to realize that whatever you get in the media for, it's a perfect thing. And what you're going to do is keep people connected to you and get engaged with them because they've seen you. I like to call that the I've heard of her somewhere syndrome. I've seen his name somewhere. People already feel connected to you, and that makes a world of difference. Great advice. So in wrapping up, Jill, tell us a little bit about how people can get in touch with you and, and follow you. Absolutely. Thank you. So um, please, I've created a free gift for all of you, more actionable public relations tips that you can use immediately and a super great action guide. Plus, I've got a free publicity masterclass for you. You can get all of that by going to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. And I think, uh, Eli, you'll put that in the show notes too. It's publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. Please check it out. Let's stay connected. Thank you for being on our show today, Jill. You are terrific as always. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. We love our listeners and we believe you have greatness within you. If you like The Motivation Show, we appreciate you subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. Check out EliMarcusSuccess.com to hear more inspiring shows and to read our motivational blog. That's EliMarcusSuccess.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.